Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark Review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm your longtime Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy. I'm your former Hallmark hater. Today we're discussing Mrs. Christmas Comes to Town from Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Miracles of Christmas lineup. Time out. Is it Mrs. Christmas or Ms. Christmas? I thought she's Mrs. Christmas and then there's Ms. Holiday. Wait, hold up. I'm prepared to stand corrected. Ms. Christmas Comes to Town. I do stand corrected. Today we're discussing Ms. Christmas Comes to Town from Hallmark's Movies and Mysteries Miracle of Christmas lineup. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast for more of this fun banter, we'd love for you to follow us on Instagram. (laughs) You can find us at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. Jump into our Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group. Busy weekend over there. Lots of discussion about this movie in particular. And as well as Saturday Night's movie. I love it there. I love... It's a safe space. It's a safe space. That's all I'm going to say. I agree with you. If they want to reach out to us, what should they do? Oh, they can email us at meganandwendy at gmail.com. And Megan's holding her phone. I think we might have an email. We do. I'm so excited. Thank you to Colleen for your email, which says, Hi, y'all. After years of nonstop true crime... Just a girl after Wendy's heart. I decided to go to a lighter side of podcasting. I was searching for Hallmark, which I love, and found you two crazy girls. I'm only up to Valentine's 2021. Yikes. Pause for future editor's note here. But I had to comment on when calls the heart. I refuse to watch the show, and I get actively pissed off when I see the commercials. Nobody in turn of the century Prairie Canada looks like this. In fact, I refer to this show as When Calls Sephora. Did they have contouring, lip liner, bronzer, high-def powder, etc.? I don't think so. And don't get me started on the perfect quaffs. So much body. 1900s root lifter, anyone? In fact... (laughs) I challenge you to find a picture of said setting where the person doesn't look like they just completely want to give up, except for bordello ladies who might have red lipstick and feathers in their hair. Props to them for trying. Anyway, love your podcast so much. Following on Instagram, too. I'm one of you. You get me. Yay. I love that email. What's your editor's note? She's up to Valentine's 2021. That's nearly two years ago. And I just think... We've come so long since then. I just can't wait till she catches up because I feel like it just gets better with time. I yeah, I would age is like a fine line. I would not want to go back and listen to those early episodes. They have to be terrible. I don't think they're terrible, but I do think we have come a long way in our hallmark knowledge. Okay. Additionally, I think it's really funny that she's like, I had to give up on my murdery stuff and hit Hallmark, where in Saturday Night Live just did that. Like they did a really funny like skit over the the weekend of this. And this did come in before that skit. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I like uh, murdery stuff too. So welcome. Fun. Hallmark news and notes. Just a tiny bit of rating for where are you Christmas last week? They had 1.77 million live viewers. That's a lot. A lot. That was Hallmark's Saturday night movie for their opening weekend. This weekend, We don't have a lot of numbers, but we do have the initial numbers for Ms. Christmas Comes to Town, which was a Thursday night release. 1.01 million live viewers. They only had 4% of the demo, so that put them in at like 106. Mm. They had more viewers on a lot of shows above them, but they did not have a bigger share of the key demo, which is at 18 to 49. So that's where we are. This is going to happen when you have a Thursday night movie. And people are going to be catching the replay. They're going to be catching it on Peacock. They're going to be catching it on Friendly. They're going to be 
firing up their DVRs over the weekend. Hey, I appreciate a Thursday night movie. It makes my job here as a movie reviewer absolutely more a little Thursday easier. Night movies, yeah, please. a little easier. I have a Hallmark news and note. Hopefully, listeners listen to our review of A Kind of Magic, which was our final fall favorite movie that dropped yesterday. A review in which I said, this is a bad movie, but one I think you should watch. You loved it. I really liked it. That movie stars Nikki DeLoach. And randomly, I'm listening to the new Britney Spears memoir, The Woman in Me. Oh, really? And she brings up Nikki DeLoach, of all people. I was like, I didn't expect Nikki DeLoach to be in my Britney Spears memoir. World's colliding. Totally. Apparently, I did not know this. Nikki was on the Mickey Mouse Club at the same time Britney was. And at that time, it was like Britney, Nikki DeLoach, Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake, Carrie Russell. It's wild. Oh, and uh, Ryan Gosling, too. Such a weird mix of... Talented people. Of 90 stars. Yeah. Anyhow, she went on to talk about Nikki moving on to an all-girl group called Innocence, which is a real, like, late 90s girl Mm -hmm. group name, don't you think Mm so? Mm -hmm. And it was planned that Britney was supposed to be in that girl group, too, but then her mom, Lynn, decided Britney was better fit for a solo career. But I did look up. The band Innocence on YouTube. There are some videos with Nikki DeLoach as like the lead singer. Like it's like a very like in a V formation and she's at the point doing her dance with her low rise jeans and her (laughs) same kind of hairdo. Like very, you know, very Nikki DeLoach hairdo. Really? Yeah. I just... It's funny to hear that she sings because I don't know if we've ever seen her in like a singing role on a Hallmark movie, Mm -hmm. have we? I don't trust my memory, but nothing pops to mind. Well, let's hear a synopsis for Miss Christmas. Sure. A shopping channel host known as Miss Christmas receives a terminal diagnosis, which inspires a multi-city excursion set to spread Christmas cheer before her farewell broadcast. Starring Erica Durant's. Brennan Elliott, and Barbara Nevin. Speaking of Erica Durant, she plays Amanda slash Ms. Holiday. She has 39 acting credits, including Unexpected Grace this year. And last year's We Need a Little Christmas. She's been getting the tearjerker hallmark treatment lately. Yeah, I have a note about that. Mm. Brennan Elliott, he plays Travis slash Mr. Winters, which I think is a real cute name. He has 83 acting credits, including 30 episodes as host Graham on the television show unreal he starred alongside barbara nevin in the crossword mystery series barbara nevin who plays gail gail storm <laughs> a lot going on and ms christmas she has 111 acting credits she starred alongside erica duran's in 2022's north to home she's been all over hallmark she was in the Evergreen series, the Crossword Mystery series, the Hannah Swenson Murder, She Baked series, and of course, Chesapeake Shores. Do you know how old she is? I looked it up. Well, I will just say that her skin looks fan-freaking-tastic, so I'd like to know who her dermatologist is. Do you want to know how old she is? Yes. 70. That's amazing. I hope to have skin like her when I'm 70. 
I don't. I don't think it's going that way though. Skin like her at (laughs) forty-three. Mark Brandon plays James, and he has one hundred and fifty acting credits and too many Hallmark movies to count because Mark Brandon is busy. He was in the most recent seasons of When Calls the Heart and Firefly Lane, which I feel is Hallmark adjacent. A lot of crossover. Mm-hmm. He was also in last year's Inventing the Christmas Prince and Fit for Christmas with Amanda Klutz. Fun fact, he was also in one episode of Unreal with co-star Brennan Elliott. Yeah, this cast crisscrosses each other quite a bit. <laughs> Chris Gautier plays Murray in a hurry, and he's well known to us as Todd from Date My Dad with his 104 acting credits. He's well-known in the Hallmark universe, too, from appearances in Retreat to You, Three Wise Men and a Baby, Christmas House, Christmas House 2. I was so happy to see him on screen. Were you? When he opened up that door to that, well, it wasn't a bus, that RV, I just, he just makes me happy. I like seeing him in things. He made a funny, like, dad joke, Murray Christmas, something. Do you remember that? Vaguely. I thought it was funny. Judith Maxey plays Elizabeth. Uh, talk about chic. I thought she was like mm-hmm. chic, epitome of chic. Mm-hmm. She has 101 acting credits. She was also in Game of Love with the director of this movie, Jason Baroque. Bork. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure it's Bork and not Baroque? Well, there's nothing in between. You're right. The you're, right. you're right. You're right. It could be Bork, hey, but it's not Baroque. Okay. My bad. This movie was written by Brooke Durham. Her 15 writing and credits include The Royal Nanny and Hidden Gems. It's time for your redemption. <laughs> People hate me, I swear. Director Jason... What is this? was 45 seconds ago. <laughs> I'm telling you, Bork. I have short-term memory loss. Bork. Okay, 10 second, Tom. Uh-huh. What is 10 second, I'll Tom? I'll tell you after you. Oh, that sounds dirty. It's not. Okay. Jason Bork, 55 directing credits. He is directing this year's A World Record Christmas and... In pre-production has Whitewater Romance written by Juliana Wimbles, who is a Hallmark actress turned writer. I think this might be a 2024 Hallmark title. I'm certain. Like, we don't, it's not coming out between now and Christmas. Mm -hmm. Whitewater Romance. Is that a national park? I don't know. Oh, no. This was filmed in Vancouver in late May and early June. Likely to get ahead of the strike. They did try and push a lot of those titles through before they knew if they'd be able to get waivers. 10 Second Tom, for those who are still holding off for that reference, that is a reference to the Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore movie, 51st Date. I've seen it. Oh, okay. Yes. There's a, (laughs) when she goes into like a memory care facility, there's a man there whose short-term memory resets every 10 seconds. Yeah. So they call him 10 Second Tom. That's going to be me. That is me often. (laughs) Me every day. Oh, no. Speaking of 10 Second Tom, I didn't write a first impression of this. Oh, no. Would you like me to share mine? Sure. What is going on with Brendan Elliott's hair? Oh. We'll talk more. My first impression of this movie is... She doesn't have one. No, I got that one. This is your dream job. I feel like... (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) I remember you telling me a long time ago that your dream job would to be a HSN, like... I'd be great Personality. at it. Personality. I'd be great at it. <laughs> we would be a great HSN team. You're like, Miss Christmas, move over. Megan and Wendy stepping in. Well, I want to say that when they dubbed Amanda Ms. Holiday, I was like, they should have called her Ms. Mistletoe. It's a cuter name than Miss oh, Holiday. I agree. Mr. Winters was Mr. Winters, cute. very cute name. Yeah. Ms. Mistletoe is Miss. Let's talk what we liked. Barbara Nevin. 
a real standout to me. Mm-hmm. I love that Hallmark continues to hire her for these roles. Mm-hmm. But with that said, I feel like she's part of a very small club. Yes. Right? She plays a woman of a certain age in most of these Hallmark movies and series. Yeah. Like, hire yeah. Some, put, cast a wider net. There are plenty of fabulous older women who can play this role. That's a great point. We love Barbara Niven. I'm glad she's working. But when you look at the number of recurring roles she has, it does seem very clear. Hallmark's like, oh, we need a woman of grandmotherly age. I d- Call up Babs. Call it Babs. Call it Babs. Call up Babs. Barbara. I get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> However, I do find her amazing. Mm-hmm. I find her funny she's and charming. Pleased. Love her. No one can wear a white cape like Barbara Niven. Beautiful. I mean, her skin, fabulous. And I love that she wor- uses the word honey a lot. She mm. says the word honey maybe three times in this movie. Mm. Well, let's talk casting. I think the casting was spot on for this movie. And I'm sure there are other uh-oh, actors <laughs> who could have done these roles justice. To me, it felt like the perfect trio for this heavy storyline. Mm. Wendy disagrees. She's over here giving me big old thumbs down. Well, we're going to talk about it and wished for. Okay. I enjoy the cast. And you're right. I did think they are three outstanding actors. I just wish for different things. Okay. I did enjoy the scene where I'm calling them by their real names. Erica meets Brennan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't remember their names right now. Amanda and Travis. When they meet at the coffee shop and she mistakes him for her blind date and i like that she like kind of went all in and was like thought he was handsome sat down just unloaded yes never gave him a chance to like respond really yes i didn't really like that she was like kind of mad at him for that yes he couldn't speak he didn't lead you to believe anything you didn't let him get a word in edgewise you never gave him the opportunity so that's on you babe Mm -hmm. i did like that scene though I thought it was cute. And I liked that he was charmed by her. In mm, that moment, yeah. As opposed to being like, well, you're a lot. Well, I don't know. I mean, as a woman who's never really been like picked up on mm-hmm. at a coffee shop, I think I would be flattered. If I was a single woman and some man came up to me and like started talking to me, I would yes, I talk back. Yes, I took it appropriately. He yes. It. And I, I get why she was embarrassed. I would have been embarrassed too. Yeah, but it's not his fault. No, no. Yeah. I agree. I, this felt like the most Christmassy movie we've seen so far. And what is going on? Too much Christmas. Let me put it in my wish for. We'll come. We'll, we'll circle back to it. Well, look, she's Ms. Christmas on a television show about Christmas doing a tour about Christmas. Too much Christmas. Whereas this weekend's Mystic Christmas review coming soon, um, <laughs> my husband found boring and not Christmassy enough, and I didn't speak to him. <laughs> you got mad at him for it? Not seriously. <laughs> but I was like, do not come to me with your negative opinions of Mystic Christmas. Spoiler alert. Anyway, the non-hater over here was really living for the Christmassy feels we were getting from this movie, because I think we've seen a lot of movies so far that have not been very Christmassy. Fair points. Of course, this movie was on movies in misery because mm-hmm. when do you get a story where your lead is dying of metastatic brain cancer? Terminal diagnosis. Yeah. Um, now, with that said, there's been a lot of talk in our Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group Indeed. about the scene between 
Gail, Ms. Christmas, and her oncologist, and that it wasn't realistic. Yes. I would like to weigh in. I would like you to. As a former cancer patient myself, I think it's a possible conversation. We don't know the context as the viewer. We don't know what they had been working to leading up to this appointment. But we do know the timeline that it had been at, at least five, five years. years. Yes. And she's like, I have the results of your latest MRI. So like they had been like tracking things, mm-hmm. right? And I liked that the oncologist was supportive of Gail's like decision. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, her decision was like to go out and live life and enjoy like the last maybe two years that she was going to have. So I, I thought that was very realistic. I think some of the feedback was that a doctor would never be like, this is the end of the road. But I do think that is a realistic conversation. It felt, obviously, I'm not a former cancer patient. Yeah. But it felt to me like a, something you would say to a patient that you formed a relationship with. Yeah. This, without being clinical, this is a Hallmark movie. Right. You need to have the conversation that's going to work for the movie, but this is the end of the road. There mm-hmm. isn't anything else we can do for you. Right. We can make you comfortable, all of this. Mm-hmm. That feels implied. During her final on screen goodbye, I did cry. Did you? Yeah. I didn't. I'm a heart of coal, dude. You and my husband both. <laughs> he, did he enjoy this movie? He liked it. But the other day, we were sitting outside and I was swatting away mosquitoes. And he goes, you know, maybe the reason they don't bite me is because I'm so mean. Like, I'm just a heart of stone. and there's <laughs> That's me too, I think. <laughs> You're just a softie. Apparently. <laughs> I have one more scene I, I really liked, and it was between Amanda and Gail. And it was the whole conversation of her saying, you're the daughter I never had. I thought that was quite touching. Yes. And I do want to say, I liked how quickly Amanda got over being left out of the news. Nope. <laughs> I did think her saying, you're selfish, was shitty. Well, I got words about it in the next but segment. <laughs> I liked that that wasn't the major source of conflict for her and Travis, because Travis was put in a position where it wasn't his information to tell. Well, yeah. And there's all sorts of like privacy yes. issues. too. He's not like... I was waiting for it. That's what I was waiting for was Amanda being pissed off at Travis for not letting her in on like really the real reason why he was there. Uh, Not his place. So let's talk what we wished for. Okay. While I like Erica Durant, I feel like she needs to do something else. This movie was a downer. The one that she was in before, Unexpected Grace, where like her child died. Downer. Was it her child that died? Yes, but what's she going to do? Give the girl a rom-com. Sure, but that's not on her. Hallmark's like, you're good at this. I'm not criticizing her. You said she needs to do something else. I, Hallmark needs to give her something else. I, I don't disagree. I'd like to see her in a rom-com. She does have serious face. She's like me. Like, I don't have fun face. Yeah. So I would... Were I an actress, I'd get the misery treatment as well. And that's why it's kind of funny. <laughs> she doesn't have fun face. Why is she tapped to sell stuff on HSN? I know it's not HSN, whatever their channel is. Like, she's too serious. Yeah, she was okay in the end. I don't think... So when Ms. Christmas wants Ms. Holiday, as she dubs her, to take over her role, she's like, I've always been a behind-the-camera person. And I thought, 
Yeah, and that's okay. Like, some people are really meant to be the ones running the show Mm -hmm. and not the ones starring in the show. Exactly. I almost didn't want her to be on camera. Me neither. I I think they should have put the... the... Yes, Mr. Winters? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Let him take over. Okay, y'all, the outfits on some of these characters were tragic. Tell me more. Miss Holiday, someone hates her. That, like, skirt and jacket situation terrible yeah i didn't it was terrible i didn't think it was and great she had either to wear it more than once someone get keith costumes on the case <laughs> and when travis comes on screen in his red suit my husband goes whoa he looks like the devil like not <laughs> not where is my john brotherton sexy santa suit it was not the look you were hoping for the john brotherton something better moment. than that red suit red tie it wasn't it great. was not it was it was like a child's version of what someone would wear at Christmas. Yes. The only person who looked good in their on-camera, like, show within a show was, was Miss Chris- Christmas. Yeah. She looked fantastic. I thought so, too. I absolutely hated when Amanda called Gail selfish yeah. for not telling her about her current health condition. Again, as someone who has been in this position and having to tell people what I was dealing with with my own diagnosis, if somebody called me selfish That'd for not telling them, like, it would have sent me. Yeah. I would have been like, bye, we're not in each other's lives anymore. Yeah. It is not about you. I just thought Dump that- out. That is when you, like, dump your trauma away from the center of the trauma. I just was so pissed. I mean, I guess it's probably realistic because people react in all kinds of certain ways to bad news like that, but... But this is a mother figure to her. Can you imagine saying to your mother who has a limited life ahead of her with metastatic cancer, you were selfish for not telling me? (laughs) No. I mean... No. No, I agree. Ugh, made me so mad. On camera, we're bouncing back and forth from the series to the trivial. We're mm. wearing tiny red mics. Yes, I noticed. So distracting. Uh-huh. Not cute. <laughs> if you, like, they put, like, the little red foam caps over their tiny little lavalier mics. Mm-hmm. I hated it. Mm-hmm. If you you want, wish they were black? They should have, yes, they should have faded into the background. They should not have been obvious. Mm. It was not cute. If you need, like, a Christmassy microphone, give them, like, a Taylor Swift bejeweled Ooh, I like that. microphone to yeah. hold in your hand. Yeah. But a lavalier mic should just fade away. Yeah, but they need their hands. Fine, then wear a lavalier. To show the product. This red looks like I'm hosting the dating game Mm. in 1975. Gotcha. Okay, so too many Christmas decorations. I had a reaction when you talked about it. Mm -hmm. There were Christmas decorations all over their RV or bus or whatever that thing was supposed to be. The green room at one point was like a tinted space. Yes. There were 800 Christmas trees in it. <laughs> like, give me a break. That is not happening. I just thought it was like the set dresser just threw up Christmas all over that stuff. I get that it's supposed to be. A... I don't like Christmas. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode. <laughs> okay. They're in the hospital and off goes Ms. Holiday to run the show because Ms. Christmas can't do it. Yeah. And she goes, no, Travis, you need to stay in the hospital with her. Why? She's in a hospital. <laughs> Why does she need her rent-a-nurse to stay with her when she's in a literal building full of medical professionals? Yeah. yeah. And then right before the show, she's like, you can go. I got my dude here. <laughs> Dumb. Did you see that? Donuts by mail. 
so bad. This whole scene of them decorating those donuts. And then they had someone come in with like a professionally decorated one for them to showcase at the end. Not even that. The one, her, her reindeer one that looked like my but eight-year-old child made it. Our favorite little mags. They would sell those little reindeer donuts. Sure. But the whole scene where they're trying to put the frosting oh, on horrifying. the donut. Horrifying. But... Agree. That was they. They were terrible. I was like, "You guys are terrible donut decorators. Get some better frosting for them to use. Something. It was bad. Piping bag, maybe. Something. But donuts by mail. I didn't even catch that. They're like, you can order these custom donuts. My husband goes, donuts are good for like half an hour. Donuts yeah, not, do not they, travel well. No, they get super stale. Like you can't freeze them. You can't. I understand there's a lot of gourmet food items that you can ship. Donuts ain't it. Why didn't they make that cookies or something? I know. It was cute. I liked where they were going. Like, ooh, holiday donuts. Decorate your own donuts. Cute. Poor execution. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Brennan Elliott's hair. The last time we talked about hair on an actor, we just got killed in hey, our you DMs. Danger girl. I, <laughs> you and danger girl. <laughs> No, I'm not talking about like his real hair. I was so distracted at the beginning of this movie because he had these long straggly hairs on his back that were like over his collar. And I was like, what is happening with this man's hair? Later, it leads up to he gets this glow up. He gets a makeover. And yeah, all like, that. don't cut your hair before filming. Let it get straggly. It looked crazy. It was terrible. I, I didn't. At it. one point, I took a photo of it on my big screen TV and went to post it in the Facebook group and then decided not to because I was like, they're going to come for me. They're going to get so mad. Let me see if I have it. Oh, oh my, it is. It's like a mullet. No, that is, that's that's a bad shot actually because there were times where he had his coat up and I just it was think like that's what happens when your hair grows and you need a haircut and they had to give him a haircut later in the movie so they had to let his hair be grown out. It is not quite the braidable offense that Wendy is making it out to be. I found it distracting. I did not put it in the Facebook group because I was like, somebody's going to get really mad at me. For well, here it is on our podcast. Hey, send your emails, Wendy at gmail.com. Twice this weekend, we saw the same decorations. Hmm. They were inflatable Christmas ornaments the size of a large beach ball. They were in Mystic Christmas. Sawyer used them. And then they were also at one of the stops and when I saw them in Mystic Christmas, I paused the movie mm-hmm. and went to look for them online. Hell yeah, I have them at home too. You do? Yeah, we put them out every year. The in last your pool? couple years. No, we don't put them in the pool. We put them in the front yard or in the backyard. They like just nestle nicely. They don't blow away or anything. Well, these, the ones I found are like beach ball material. Yeah, so are ours. Well, I want them in the pool, like floating around. Oh, they look cute. Yeah. So I even showed my husband, I was like, we need these. They're cute. We just buy them off of Amazon. Yes, that's where I found them. I found them very cute. Get them. And, and like them. what's awesome is they deflate. So they like deflate down to flat. You know what I mean? Yes, but I feel like do they not get faded sitting in the – mine would be in the sun all season mm. long. Well, then you buy new ones next year. Yes, I'm going to buy some. Okay. Uh, I would like to shout out Michael in our Facebook group for pointing out that Amanda goes into the bathroom in the RV as her bedroom door. Now, (laughs) I read this before I watched the movie. I don't know if I would have caught it myself, Mm -hmm. but it was clearly the bathroom. Mm. You didn't see? Mm -mm. She's like, I'm going into my room. It was the bathroom. The bathroom. Well, Michael also pointed out that when they're filming and they're – supposed to be on the road the rv has all the bump outs open 
I don't know what a bump out is. So <clears throat> is it like those things that like slide out? So where they were sitting, like at the kitchen table, when the oh. RV is in motion, that's all collapsed in. So they would not have like the full kitchen table. It's much narrower in that kitchen area. And then when it's stationary, you slide those out. So you're sliding out like a kitchen table or a kitchen mm. island or a bigger seating area. Mm -hmm. They clearly had all of that open when they were supposedly on the road, which yeah. you cannot drive with those open. He supposedly made a gourmet dinner, too, while they were. Well, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I was like, there's no way you have access to your stove while the you can't cook. Can't while imagine. the you don't have like what you're running a generator in a moving vehicle no no i said the same thing i said there's no way you're cooking while on the road and your rv is like stocked the pantry is stocked with well that i could understand people live in an rv they're not living in the rv though they slept in it yeah but they're not living there i would imagine these people are like dining out yeah, but it, that was not so unusual to me that they would make a meal in an RV. That they're going to have with. like the seasonings and the like. Mean, what, what, what did he make? <laughs> pasta? It's not that hard to make a pasta. Cacciatore pasta? Christmas. Oh, that was Christmas real cute. Cacciatore. If you put some Christmas in the title, I was like, that's cute. I'm going to make Christmas sticky buns like I do every year. Are you ready to rate this? Well, yeah. And I know that. Our ratings are going to be markedly different after this discussion. What did you give it? 2.75. gave it 3.75. Wow. I originally wrote four. What? This is one of those movies that I found very pleasant and enjoyable to watch. And I felt like it gave me the Christmassy feels in a good way. I didn't hate it. It was just fine. I will say for listeners, if you have skipped Mystic Christmas, make it your mission to watch it before our review drops tomorrow i think it is the surprise winner of the season uh, whoa those are big words I'm not it's early there's not going to be a better movie October i think it's october 30th most. i'm not saying there's not going to be a better movie i'm saying i think it's the biggest surprise of the season mm. okay we still have haul out the holly too we still have a tyler hind movie we have what's his name left the network came back 10 minute tom bros i know who you're talking about i can't remember his name luke mcfarlane Luke McFarland, there's so much good to come, I know, but I'm expecting good from that. This is my dark horse. Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. As mentioned, we're back tomorrow with a review of Mystic Christmas featuring costume designer Keith Costumes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Are you tired of waiting for sparks to fly on your dating app? Do you dream of running through airports to deliver an out-of-breath, unplanned monologue? Then stop doom-scrolling and start listening to Meet Cute Rom-Coms, feel-good love stories that take you from chance encounter to grand romantic gesture in just 15 minutes. We're bringing rom-coms back. Get a brand new Meet Cute series on the first Tuesday of every month, with new episodes twice a week. Fall in love with Meet Cute Rom-Coms, wherever you find your podcasts. Is this where we kiss.